Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Mesechas Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'ili Nishmas Menachem Meir ben Naftali, and Esther Bas David. Sukkah daf Yudtes. The Gemara says, Rav Ashi Ashkechel Rav Kahana, the Komesachich al Gabiach Sadra, She'en Lopzimen. Rav Ashi found Rav Kahana, he was being Mesachich on top of an Achsadra She'en Lopzimen, which we already learned is Machlaikis Abay and Rav. Rav holds it's no good. So the Gemara said, Amar Lei, Lei Sover, Mar, Hod Amar Rav, Yesh Lo Ptimen Kishera, Ein Lo Ptimen Besula. Don't you hold like Shittas Rav that without Ptimen the Sukkah is no good? He showed him He showed him that there was an Amud that was a tefach wide. Either it was you could see it from the inside of the sukkah, you couldn't see it from the outside of the sukkah. Or else the Gemara says that you could see it from the outside, but not from the inside. Now, a case of nirim mibefnim v'shavim mibachutz, we can understand why that's a sukkah k'sheira, because you need shnaim kilchos and shlish zafilu tefach, and this would work as your third mechitza. However, if it was nira mibachutz v'shavim mibefnim, that means that the sukkah on the inside does not really have three walls. There's only something on the outside. So bishlama le'inyan lechi, that's k'sheira, because a lechi is mishem heker. So b'nei rishas arabim, as they're coming into the mavoi, they see something unusual, even though it's only nira mibachutz, you could see it when you're coming in from the outside. You can't see it from the inside of the mavoi. It doesn't make a difference because there's enough of a heker for the b'nei rishas arabim. However, when it comes to Kashering a sukkah, a sukkah needs to have three walls. So Toysfis in the Ramaschal Achvile brings this question. Tema, heich hu moyel besukkah. How does it help by sukkah? Kivin deloi minkar mibifnim shlishis shal tefach. The third wall, which is allowed to be a tefach, has to be at least near mibifnim. Toysfis suggests that maybe we mean because of migu. Toysfis says the imishim migu, if we mean because of migu. What does Toysfis mean? Toysfis is making a reference to the Gemara and Avzayin. Over there, the Gemara says that if you're Mesachich Algavi Mavui, Shiyesh Loi Lechi, if you put your Schach on top of a Mavui that has a Lechi, then it's kosher because we say a Svara. Migu Davi Doifin Leinyan Shabbos, since the Lechi has a Shame Doifin Leinyan Shabbos, so it also has a Shame Doifin Leinyan Sukkah. However, that's only true on Shabbos in the middle of Sukkis. The rest of Sukkis, it's not Kshera. So that's why Toysfis says the Imisha Migu, if we mean because of the din of Migu, Chada, Number one, the Atumili of Rav Kahana Sukkah Elabi Shabbos. Did Rav Kahana only make a sukkah for Shabbos? He came to visit him and wanted to look at his sukkah. He showed him a sukkah that would have only been Kshayra on Shabbos. It doesn't make sense. What Toysfis is referencing is what they say on the Zion of Abayz in Dibar Maschul Sichich. Toysfis asks Akasha that it doesn't make sense because the din of Lechi is only a din der Abbanan. Sukkah is din dairaisa. For Sukkah you need Mechitzah's dairaisa. How could you make a Migu from something that works on a Darabonitic level? Toysfis over there answers that we're actually not talking about being machshir the sukkah on a dairaisa level. We're talking where there is a, mo- a lechi that is a tefach thick. However, there's a special din, even so that you're supposed to be mamidei b'pachas migimul samach l'doifin, to make it like four tefachim, and that's only a din drabanan. Ligabe, that din drabanan, we accept the fact that you're doing on Shabbos, on a mavi sheesh play lechi, that you are, and we're talking about a lechi that has a tefach, and therefore it works with the din of migu. So you see from that, says Toysfis, that there is no migu that works to be machshir, something that's a deiraisetik requirement. The same thing over here, says Toysfis, that nira mibachutz v'shavim would not be able to help me.
Now Rashi in the Bramas Chalnudim Lechi definitely does not seem to learn that we're talking about on Shabbos and using the Svara of Migu because Rashi says... Hachanami means that just like over there in Hilchus Shabbos, the case of Nir Mibachutz Vishavim Mibifnim or vice versa works is Nidan Mishim Lechi, Hachanami over here also in Hilchus Sukkah, Nidan Mishim Doifin. If Rashi would mean because of the Svara of Migu, he would say that since it works, Mishim Lechi, he would say Mimela, therefore it works over here Mishim Doifin. Hachanami means that here also it works Mishim Doifin, just like over there it works Mishim Lechi. But on that we have Tosis' kasha. How is it possible for it to work mishum doifin? Now the way we explained Tosis' kasha earlier is that Tosis understands that the whole idea of lechi, the reason why it works when it's nira mibachutz and it's shavu mibafnim, is because lechi is mishum heker. So it's a heker for the bnei rishasarabim. Now there is a mandiyamar that says lechi mishum mechitza. So perhaps you see from there that even when something is not just for a heker, it's for mishum mechitza, it has to be considered closed on the fourth side, and still it works when it's nira mibachutz v'shavu mibafnim. So the Chazanish in Arachayim, Simon Ayin Dalit, explains that Taisvis still has a kasha. Because even though the din of Lechi, according to Wamad Yom, is Mishum Mechitza, nevertheless there's a big difference between Hilchis Mechitza that you need for Shabbos and Hilchis Doifen that you need for Sukkah. The difference between Mechitza and a Doifen is that the function, we've mentioned this a number of times in our Shiurim, that the function of a Mechitza is to be Chaitzets between the outside and the inside in order to keep people out. Because the concept of mechitzas in Hilchus Shabbos is to make it separate from the Rishas Arabim. So as long as it's a separation between the Rishas Arabim and the Rishas Yachid, that's enough. Mashenkein Sukkah, you need more than mechitza. You need a doifen. A doifen is focused inward, not as a chatzitza between the outside and the inside. Rather, it is an, a, a mechanism that makes the inside feel closed in. Now, if you need the inside to feel closed in, then it doesn't help me if something is nere mibachutz v'shavim. So one terrace to the Kasha is found in the Rush. The Rush explains that really Rava, who says that it's no good when you have an Aksadra She'ein Loptimin, Lo'olam Rava holds that on a Darais level it's kosher. And that's because really Rava does agree to the dinner Pitikri Yair Visoisim. And since he holds Pitikri Yair Visoisim, your Sukkah Midaraisa is totally kosher. The only thing is that Midrabanan, Rava is not happy with enacting a din of Pitikri Yair Visoisim because people don't realize it. And therefore he says you should add a Mechitza. So for that din Drabanan, it would help just like Lagabi Lechi, the din of Nirmi Bafnim Vishavim Bachutz or Nirmi Bachutz Vishavim Bafnim works. Another terrace that the Rosh gives is that La'olam, we're talking about a case where Kahana made a Tzurus Pesach. Aside from the Tefach, that it was Nira Mibachutz Vishavim Mifnim, he also made a Tzurus Pesach because Rav Kahana's Lashitosai, that he says on Davzayin that you need to also have a Tzurus Pesach in addition to the Shlish Zafilu Tefach. Since he made a Tzurus Pesach, so Midaraisa, Tzurus Pesach works because all over Tzurus Pesach is considered like a Mechitza. And the fact that you also have to add a tefach is only a dindra banan, and therefore since the nirim eftim v'shavim v'chutz, or vice versa, helps le'inyin erevin, so it also helps le'inyin sukkah. The Gemara brings down a b'raisa. Tana, pesel ha-yoytze min ha-sukkah nidoin ke-sukkah. Kosher eschach, that yoytze from the sukkah is considered, is judged, is nidoin like the sukkah. What does it mean? My pesel ha-yoytze min ha-sukkah. So Ula says, Konam ha-yoytzim la-chari sukkah. 
which means, imagine if you have three walls, and you put schach on top of your three walls. Past the middle wall, you have schach protruding outside your sukkah. So the Gemara says, well, you don't have shalosh tefana surrounding that area that's covered by the excess schach. The Gemara says, well, you do have three walls surrounding it. The says, you need it has to be Zion al Zion, Well, you need Silsim Rup Mechamosa. The says, Then what's the Chiddush? The Gemara says, Since the Mechitza, which means the middle Mechitza, was really made for your larger Sukkah, the inside, and not for the outside, which is the area that you're using your excess schach to make a new sukkah for, so that wasn't made for that area, aim alloy that it doesn't work. Now, why would I have thought that this is no good? After all, we learned in our Mishnah that if you have an achsadra surrounding the inside of a chatzar, we use the walls of the house, which are made for the inside of the house, to function as walls to my sukkah. So you already see from a Mishnah that you don't need the walls to have been constructed for the area that you're using for your sukkah. Even if they were constructed for a different area, they still are used as the walls for this sukkah. Toysvis asked this question in Dibra Maschil Levroy Le'avidi. They bring down Rashi, V'kashet, Dibra Masnisin, Shamin Alei, D'kashet, you see from the Mishnah, So the Ritva also asked this question, and he gives a teretz. He says, Yeshloi Mershayni Hasam, Shehem Mechitzes Shel Binyan Keva, V'dayte Behu Akol Mili. The case of Chatzar, Amukevzach Sadra, is different in that the Mechitzes that you're using are Mechitzes of a permanent structure. They're Mechitzes of a house. And since they're mechitz of a house, the das of a person is to use them akomili for all purposes. We find that the derech is sometimes for a person to hang things on the walls outside of his house. And so that was the person's original intention. When you have non-permanent, you have temporary mechitzes, then have a salkadaitan. I would think that they're not good if they're being used for a different sukkah. Kamash So that's why the Gemara has to bring this brisa to tell me that even when it's a diris arai, when the mechitzes were made for a diris arai, it still works when they were made for the inside and when you want to be using them for the outside. Another terz to this kasha is given by the Pnei Yeshua. The Pnei Yeshua says that in the case of the Chatzar Mokevesach Sadra, it may be true that the Iker purpose of the walls of the bias were the inside of the bias, but you see that there's an awning, there's an Achsadra that surrounds the Chatzar, and it's clear that in, the, that in terms of the Achsadra, the purpose of the wall is to serve as walls to the Achsadra as well. In our case, the wall was only made for one purpose, to serve as a wall for the inside. Now the Aruch gives a very interesting answer. First, the Aruch says that it's not such a terrible question because, after all, many times the Brisa is mechadish things that it says already in the Mishnah. However, the Aruch says that you can give another teretz. He says it may be true that the mechitzas of the bayis originally when they were constructed, they were constructed to service the house on the inside, but that's not really what concerns us. What concerns us is what happened when you placed your schach on top of the chatzar. Then your intention was to access the mechitzas of the bayis and make them part of your sukkah. So the shame doifen happens bishas when you put the schach there. Then you're putting the schach, you bring the schach on a place, then it's clear that you're using the area that is surrounded by the walls of the bias. So the schach is kaveya that those are mechitzas for your sukkah. Masha'en kain, in our case, when you place the schach on top of your sukkah, you had absolutely no intention 
that the wall should service the outside of the sukkah. It should only service the inside of the sukkah. So we never had a havamina that walls have to be made for this area, at least not after we learned about Chatzar Makevah But we would have had a havamina that your schach could be keveya what the purpose of your wall is. Because part of the Heksher Sukkah, when you put the schach there, is to ensure that there are walls there before the schach. So are you being mesachech on a place that's surrounded with mechitzes or not? Kamash Malon, that even that doesn't matter. However, Toysfis, based on this kasha, learns differently than Rashi. Toysfis and other Rishonim learn that when we say, Legavoy Avidi, it was made for the inside, Levroy Avidi, we're not referring to the wall at all. We're referring to the schach. The purpose of the schach was to be mesachech on the inside. The chalik of the schach that's protruding outside your sukkah was never made l'shem tzel. And that havamina makes a lot of sense because we know that one of the things you need in schach is that it should be made l'shem tzel. Now the question though is, what's the kamash bulan? It's such a good time that we have to figure out why is it not true? And essentially there are two ways to understand the Chiddush of the Gemara and the Kamash Balon. And the Svasemis brings this down as two tzdodim. Number one, you can understand that since you put the Kanim down, L'shem Tzel, on the inside, we look at these whole Kanim as being L'shem Tzel. So that helps even for the outside. That's one way to understand the Chiddush of the Gemara. The second way to understand is that this is a special Chiddush of the din of Pesel Ayotze Min That since it's tuffle to the Sukkah, there's a special halacha that anything that is protrusion from my Sukkah and is Kashrus Chach has its Kashrus of a Sukkah. The Nafkamina says the Svasemes is what would happen if a person used wood to be Mesachach on top of a bias. After he was mesachach on top of the bias, he put maziva on top of it. So now it's a regular roof. However, those konim that he used, the wood that he used to be mesachach on top of his house, also has somewhat of protrusion. And you want to be mishtamish with the protrusion to create a sukkah on the outside of your house. So if you learn that the reason why over here in our Gemara it's kosher is because the moment you put something l'shem tzel, we look at the whole chefza as being l'shem tzel, even the part that, that's protruding. So then l'gabi house, the same thing would be true because you put that wood l'shem tzel. Masha'en kain, if it's part of the chiddush of Pesal Yitzim and Asukah, that anything that's a protrusion from a kosher sukkah gets the kashras of that sukkah provided that it has kosher walls and it's the kosher shear, then you wouldn't be able to say it by a bias because the bias on the inside is not a kosher sukkah. The Gemara brings down another mahalach how to explain the b'raisa of Pesal Yitzim and Asukah. Rabbi Verb Yosef, Amri Tervayu, Hacha Bekonim, Ayyotzim, Lifnim and Asukah. We're not talking like the last Mahalach that the Kanim are Yotzim Me'achari Asukah, outside your third wall. Rather, they're Yotzim Lefim in Asukah. They extend beyond the confines of the walls of my Sukkah. And there is also one wall that continues alongside those Kanim that are protruding and extending beyond the Kashas of the Sukkah. So, Mauritema Ha Lespa Hechsher Sukkah. I may think that the area to which these kanim extend themselves, doesn't have a heksher sukkah over there. Kamash balon, that it's kosher. Now what exactly is meant by the fact that I would say that that's not a kosher sukkah? If you look at the entire sukkah, you see uh, no, there are three walls. Rashi explains that since it, there is only one wall that extends itself, and the other wall does not extend together with the kanim, I would look at that chalik as being an independent sukkah, and it doesn't have three walls around it. 
The second world does not extend together with the or parallel to the, the, the first wall. Muchach Milsa, Rashi says, the Ba'ape Nafshahi, that it stands on its own, it's not a kosher sukkah. Now what does he mean? What makes it that the person has shown that he's, that he's making, he's considering this part of the sukkah as being a separate entity? The Rashi explains that since you have one wall that doesn't extend and the other wall does, it looks like the person was Megaladas, that it's considered a separate place. In the Sefer Rishon Litzian, he goes so far as to say that really the case is that you made a Tzurusa Pesach, meaning where your first wall, the shorter wall, ends, then you made a Tzurusa Pesach, you put a post over there on that side, and then another post on the parallel wall, the one that's extending together with the Schach that extends beyond the Sukkah, you made a Tzurusa Pesach there, so that clearly marks it off as its own separate place. The Me'iri says that in such a case that for sure would be called a sukkah nefredis and you would not be able to be machsher the other part of the sukkah. However, that's the way that he learns. And the Svasemis learns that we're talking about that at the point where your short wall ends, you also have the Shlish Tefach right over there. So that's another way to be Megaladas, that the person really ended his sukkah over here and the part that extends itself beyond the sukkah is considered a separate place. Now, what's the Kamash in this case? Rashi says, Kamash de min Meaning to say that the moment we say that the person did not intentionally separate this part of the sukkah from the rest of the sukkah, then we could actually look at the entire sukkah all together as being no different than Shtaim Kilchasan or Shlisha Filotefach. Because if you think about it, what is the case of Shtaim Kilchasan or Shlisha Filotefach? You have one wall and another wall, those two are in an L shape. And then after that wall, you have one third wall that goes uh, only a tefach. So it's not as long as the one that's parallel to it. Over here, all also, it's the same exact shape as the Shnaim Kilchasen, and even better than it, because the third wall, which is the smaller wall, is much more than a mere Tefach. Nevertheless, the structure looks exactly like that case, and then we're machshir the entire Schach as a Schach that has the right amount of walls around it. Now, Lefi, this, it would come out that there really is no Yisoyed called Pesel HaYoytzim in HaSukkah, Nidin Kesukkah. It's not a Pesel HaYoytzim in HaSukkah. This is your Sukkah. If you look at the entire Sukkah as one large entity, it has three walls. It is for this reason that the Aruch Lener, Andaf Dalid Ahmed Aleph, explains Bedas Rashi. Rashi over there is Muchach, that you wouldn't really need the third wall to be Nimshach after the rest of the Schach that's protruding out. And the Rechliner says it's Mucha from our Gemara that that's the case. And he explains that what Rashi over here means when he says that it's like a Shnaim Kilchas and a Shlish Safil Tefach, he just means that you shouldn't look at the protrusion, the Schach that's relieving the Sukkah as a separate Mokam by itself. Rather, you should view it as all part of one sukkah and pretend like the wall that's extending itself beyond is considered one of my walls that's attached to the sukkah. But even if you didn't have that wall, says the Arch Liner, the Shittas Rashi is that it would work. And now we have a real Yisoyed called Pesel HaYoytzim in HaSukkah, Nidin HaKisukkah. Because even if that wall would not follow the Tzchach that's protruding out, it still would be kosher. So you have a Yisoy that says when Tzchach extends beyond a sukkah, there's a din of a pestle, Yoytzim in a sukkah, is Nida in Kisukkah. However, if you take a look at the Kermit over here, in Oiskot and Vav, he argues on this Aruch Liner. 
The next Mahalach in the Gemara is Rabbi Barbar Chana, B'Shem Rabbi Yechon, who says, L'Nitzchel, L'Sukkah, Sheruba, Tzilsim, Rub, Mechamosa. Most of the Sukkah is more shade than sun. Umiyuta, and a smaller portion of the Sukkah is Chamosa, Merub, Metzilosa. Maud, Etema, Tipasa, Bahach, Porta. I may think that that Chalik of the Sukkah, the Miyut, that is Chamosa, Merub, Metzilosa, would pass all the Sukkah, Kamash, Balan, that it doesn't. The Ran here is Mechadish that this chilek in the sukkah, which is chamasa meruba metzilasa, doesn't pass the sukkah only if that chilek of the sukkah is less than the shir heksha sukkah, is less than zayin al zayin. But if that part of the sukkah that has chamasa meruba metzilasa is zayin al zayin, then we done that part of the sukkah as its own entity, and we don't look at it in the context of the rest of the sukkah. The only reason why the Kamash Balan here in the Gemara is that it doesn't pass the sukkah is because we have to look at the overall picture. But we only look at the overall picture, says the Ran, if this chilek is an insignificant chilek, and we could say that it's tuffle to the rest of the sukkah. The moment that a Zion al Zion, then we don't say that. And the Ran even has that as part of the Girs of the Gemara. When he, when he quotes the Gemara as saying that we're talking about a Sukkah Sheruba, Tzilosim Rub Mechamosa, Umiyuta Chamosim Rub Tzilosa, he explains, I may think that this part of the Sukkah stands by itself, and this part of the Sukkah stands by itself, and therefore the part that has Hamas and Rub Mitzilasa is no good. Kamash Balon, obviously, that we don't say Hai Luchude Koi Vahai Luchude Koi. We don't say that you look at each part individually. Says the Ran, this that you don't look at each part individually is only where it's possible to see it as one big picture. But if you have that Chalik is Zion al Zion, then already it is seen as Luchude Koi. Now the Ramah in the Simantafra Ishlamid Aleph Siv Beis is actually Machmir like this Ran, Lahalacha. And the Primagodim adds that if Luyitsuyer, that part of the sukkah, which is Hamasa Merub Mitzilosa, is near the Doifin, and it extends Kol Oirecha Doifin, meaning that the entire length of one of the Dafanas has near it this Chelukal of sukkah, which is no good, then he says you have to understand that that would passel your sukkah, because then it would be considered as if you're lacking one of the Dafanas. Because that doifen that's near the chelik of the sukkah, which is no good, is separated from the rest of the sukkah. Because we say, However, not everybody is in agreement with the chiddush of the Ran. The Me'iri actually argues, and he says, you always look at the sukkah as one big picture. And the Aruch HaShulchan says that since none of the other Rishonim or Paiskim paskin like this Ran, you could be Mekel. The next Mahalach of the Gemara is Rav Oishia. He says that we're talking about schach pasul that's less than shloish tefachim in a sukkah ketana, and it's still nidin kesukkah. Rav Oishia asks on this Mahalach, Why would I think that there's a special chiddush of pesla yotzman a sukkah nidin kesukkah? Why should I think that it's any worse than avir? Avir that's less than three tefachim in a sukkah ketana doesn't pasul. And after all, Avir is more Chomer than Schach Pasel. It has a smaller shear. Schach Pasel is Pasel Barbat Fachim. Avir is Pasel Bishloshet Fachim. Nevertheless, even though Avir is more Chomer, but it's still Kasher when it's Pachas Mishloshet. So the same thing should be true with Schach Pasel. The Gemara answers. This is Mitzarif, and you could sleep underneath it. Vizem Mitzarif, Ve'en Yishenim Tachtov. Now there's Machlois Rishonim how to learn this Gemara. The way that Rashi understands 
is that when we say Yishenim Tachtav, we're referring to Schach Pasel. Schach Pasel is Nida in Kesuka because it's Pesel Hayotzim in Asuka, and when it's less than three Tfachim, you're allowed to sleep underneath the Schach Pasel. Mashain Kain Avir, Rashi says that Avir Pachas Mishloisha is Mitzdarav to Yimashlim, the Shir Asuka, but you're not allowed to sleep underneath that Avir. Now, what is the reason for this difference? Why is it that Schach Pasel is Mitzdarav and you're allowed to sleep underneath? And Avir is possible, but you're not allowed to sleep underneath it. So the Taz in Simon Tafresh Lamed Beis, the Sifkat and Dalid, says nearly Hatam. The reason why we treat Avir differently than Schach Pasel is because Sheba Avir nira la'ayin tfei ha'hefsik. Bishach mimashenira bishach Pasel. When you look at it, you could tell the difference much more by Avir than by Schach Pasel. And the Erch Lener over here expounds on this. He says... The only time you could say lovud is when there's no heichacha against it. But if there is a heichacha against the lovud, it's not shaykh to say lovud. He says it's similar to the idea that bitl baroiv, we never say when it's nicker the iser. Suppose a piece of iser falls into a large taruvis. If you could see the iser, it's not bottle baroiv. Similarly, he says over here that you don't say lovud in as much as it's nicker that there's aver. So, Inasmuch as we're using the lava to be machshir the entire sukkah, that the uh, aver should not be considered a hefsik, there's no real lechacha against it. Because when you look at the entire schach, you don't notice that there's aver being mafsik. But if the person is sitting directly underneath that aver, the sun is shining on him. How can you say lava says that there's no aver there? There is aver. When it's Chach Pasel on top of him, it's not as nicker. And therefore, we are machshir it based on the rule that the schach puzzle is bottle agabe the schach kosher. So that's how the Archliner seems to understand the Taz. Another Mahalach we could say, Alpi the Lavush. The Taz over there brings down in Sivkot and Gimel the Lavush, which he argues on. The Lavush says that the reason why you're allowed to sleep underneath the schach puzzle is because of the din bittel that we just mentioned. That we always say that when Isser gets mixed into Heter, the Isser is bottle in the, in the Heter, and it's Nishapech, Lies Heter, says the Lavush, since the Schach Pussel is a Dover Muat, it's Kemanda Lesedomi. It's bottle, Ligabi the Schach Kosher. Every Isser is bottle, so to this. The Taz asks on him that you can't really apply the principle called Bittel because it's Nikr. You could see the Schach Pussel. Bittel you only say when it's not possible to identify the Isser. The fact that the Archlener applied the idea of Bittel was as a borrowed concept. He said it's similar to that Din. But the, uh, the Lavush is actually using the Din Bittel. He says that Schach Pussel that's inside your Schach Kosher is Bottle. Now, how could it be Bottle? It's totally recognizable. You could see see the Schach Pasel. So the Achranim say that the Shita of the Levush is that even when something is Nikr, Midai Raisa, it's Batal. Because since they're all part of one big Metzias, then the Miyot is Batal to the Roiv. The Roiv is dominant. Now that's all true, Legabe Schach Pasel being mixed together with Schach Kosher. Because then we look at the entire Schach as being one entity, and the Roiv is dominant and Mevatel, the Miyat. However, Legabe Avir, Avir is not a part of your Schach. It's not like you could look at it as a chalik of my roof and say that the Miyat Avir is bottle in the Roiv Schach. Because Avir is not Schach at all. It's a space in your schach. You may tell me that that space doesn't bother me to passel my schach, but you can't tell me that it becomes bottle to the schach. Even the Levush understands when something is not a chalik of my taruvis, it cannot become bottle. 
So something gets a cheluk of my taruvis, the lavush holds that even when it's nicker, it's still nishapech, it's bottle to the roiv heter because it's a cheluk of the same metzias. But something gets not part of the taruvis, it's impossible for it to become bottle. Now, till now, we've been explaining Shittas Rashi, who understands that when the Gemara says, Zem itztarif, yishenim tachtov, Zem itztarif, ve'en yishenim tachtov, the kavana is that the schach puzzle is mitztarif and you could sleep underneath it, and the avir is mitztarif, ve'en yishenim tachtov, you can't sleep underneath it. Toysvis, however, learns the exact opposite. Because Toysvis has various problems with the way that Rashi is learning. Number one, if Reb Oishia meant to say that Pschach Pussel, you're allowed to sleep underneath it when it's less than three Tzvachim, then why did he have to say Dafka by a Sukkah Tana? He could have said the same thing by Sukkah Doila, that there's a special Chiddush that when you have Pschach Pussel less than three Tzvachim, you're allowed to sleep underneath it. Furthermore, he asks that usually we consider Avir, that's less than th- three Tzvachim, as if it's awesome, as if it's closed up by they love it. And if it's as if it's closed up, you should be able to sleep underneath it. Mashenkin's Chach Pasel, which is less than three, it's not shy to make it Kisosum. Of course, that's going like the Shita, the Loi Kedivri HaRajba, that we mentioned on Daf Ches and Daf Zayin, who holds that Tzchach Posel, that's less than three Tfachim, is considered like it's not there, and let's Sosim with Tzchach Kosher. Also, Toysvis says, practically speaking, how is it possible to be Nizr in a Sukkah that's full of holes that you'll never be sleeping, Keneged Hanukovim? It doesn't make sense. So Toysvis learns the opposite. Toysvis learns that Avir is mitztar v'yashenim tachtav. You're allowed to sleep underneath the Avir. V'zeh mitztar v'yashenim tachtav goes on schach pasal. So the Hezber in Toysvis' shita, to be mechalak between two, is very simple. Avir is considered like it's sosom, that's why you're allowed to sleep underneath it, because it's like it's closed up, it's chach kosher. Masha'enke, it's chach pasal, is not considered kisosom the way they understand. It's just that it's too small of a shear to pasal your sukkah, but even so, you can't sleep underneath that chach pasal, because you're not allowed to sleep underneath anything but chach kosher. Toysvis then brings a Yerushalmi in brachis that's mashma like Rashi, not like their shita. The Lushan of the Yushalmi is Mahulishan Tachtov, is referring to Avir. And the Yushalmi answers that uh, there's a riot from Titaniric, as we'll soon see in our Gemara, that th- this is a substance that's Mashlam the Mikvah, but you can't be Toivel in it itself. And Afacha says the Yushalmi, Mashlam is Sukkah ve'en Yishenim Tachtov. So the question Tois is asking on themselves is that you see, like Rashi Shita, that the Avir, it doesn't pass the sukkah, but you can't sleep underneath the Avir. The way Tois understands, you could sleep underneath the Avir. How would you be Miyashiv Tois from the Yerushalmi? So if you take a look at the Yerushalmi, the Lashan of the Yerushalmi is that we're talking about Avir when the person was Hirchik Hasichoch Min Adafanes Shloshet Fachim Sula Pachas Mikan Ksheira. We're talking about where the Avir is situated. It is on the edge of my sukkah, on the end next to the Defanes. You were just marching the defanis, not three tfachim from your schach. The case that we're talking about in Argamar, where Toysva says you're allowed to sleep underneath it, is when the avir is in the middle of the schach. So it's possible that when you have a space in between your schach, it's sandwiched on both sides with schach, then we say that it's considered kisosum from schach kosher. Masha'enkein, when it's next to the doifin, we already expressed on Dafyurches that one way to look at Lovud is that it's as if the doifen is pushed up against my schach. 
And even if you consider kisosim, it could be that it's sosim with doifen, not that it's sosim with schach kosher. Only when it's sandwiched on both sides with schach kosher do we say that it's sosim, it's like it's sosim with schach kosher. So that's why in the case of the Yerushalmi, you're not allowed to sleep underneath it because it's not considered sosim with schach kosher. Masha'enkin, in our case, since it's in the middle, in between, schach kosher on both sides, you're allowed to sleep underneath it because it's considered kisosim with schach kosher. Now the Gemara continues with the question, and obviously this question, is how you understand the question, is going to be dependent on the Machlokes Rashi and Toysis, how you learned the step before. The Gemara says, Is there anything that we know about that could be mitztarif to something, but it itself is not kosher? What is the question being asked from? So according to Toysvist, we're asking about Tzachach Kosher, because we just said that Tzachach Kosher is mitztarif to the kashas of the sukkah, but you can't sleep underneath it. So how could you have a matzav where it's being used to be mitztarif, but you can't sleep underneath it? However, according to Rashi, theoretically we should be asking a question on Avir, because according to Rashi, it's Avir that you're not allowed to sleep under, and nevertheless it's mitztarif to my sukkah. However, the problem is in the way Rashi learns the next step of the Gemara. Because in answer to this question, the Gemara says that we have a raya from something called tit hanirik. Tit hanirik is a mud-like substance which is very liquidy and it is so liquidy that you could pour it. And the din is that it's mitztarif larboim so, it could be mitztarif to 40 so, but v'hatoivl boy loy tvila. Somebody who's toivl in it, it doesn't work. The tefillah is no good. Now the problem is as follows. Toysfis learns this din of Titaniroik to be exactly the way we just described schach pasal according to Toysfis. Namely, that it's mitztarif to a mikvah. While it's inside that mikvah, your mikvah is kosher because it's considered like it has 40 saw. But in that part itself, the titanirik itself, you're not allowed to be toivel. And that's exactly the way Toysvis understands Chach Pasel. It's mitztarif to your sukkah. It's considered like you have a kosher sukkah, but that part of the sukkah you're not allowed to sleep underneath. So according to Taisvis, we started off by saying that Tzach Pasel is mitztar ve'en yeshenim tachtav. And our question, Mi'ika Midi, is do you ever have something that could be machsher, the entire picture, but nevertheless it itself remains Pasel? And the answer is yes, you see that there is such a thing. We have a model for such a thing in Titanirik. However, according to Rashi, if you look at Rashi in Debra Maschil boy, he says that when we say Titanirik is mitztar flar boim so, it's mitztar to furi so v'hatoivl boy loy also loy it means that somebody who would be toivel in titanirik, when the entire mikveh is comprised of titanirik, then then it doesn't work. And he brings a Mishnah in Mikvah that says that there are certain substances, one of them is titanirik, that is able to be mashlam a mikvah. It could be part of a mikvah, make it kosher, but it itself, when you put the entire mikvah, you create a mikvah out of titanirik, then it's no good. Now Toysvis asks, wait a minute, you Rashi should be understanding that we're trying to bring a raya to Avir, because Rashi's opinion was that Avir is the thing that we said that is mitztarif but ain't yeshenim tachtov. Now how is this a raya to Avir? According to the way Rashi is understanding the din of Titanirik, when it is mitztarif to the mikvah, you could be toivel in the Titanirik itself. The only problem that you have is that when the entire mikvah is comprised of Titanirik, then you can't be toivel in it. So that would be similar to saying that Avir is mitztarif and you could sleep underneath it when it's inside a sukkah but when the entire roof is made out of Avir, then you can't use it. Well, that's obvious. 
So we don't have a raya to the din that we're trying to prove. We're trying to prove that even though it's inside the sukkah and it's machshu the sukkah, you can't sleep underneath it. So Toysvis really asks this kasha on Rashi in the Ramascha Titanirik Yechiach. What type of Yechiach is it? So we have to say that Rashi understands the Gemara differently. Rashi understands that the Gemara, when it said, Mi'ika Midi, is there something that it's mitztarif, but v'hu kosher, the Gemara doesn't mean to say, according to Rashi, that could you have a matzav like avir, which is mitztarif to be the sukkah, yet you can't sleep underneath it. That doesn't bother the Gemara according to Rashi, and for good reason. Because like we explained, it's not as if the avir is really being mitztarif to be machsher my sukkah. The avir itself is not part of my schach. It may not passle the sukkah because it's not a big enough bashir, but it itself is not kosher. So that wouldn't bother us. What then is the Gemara's question? The Gemara's question, even according to Rashi, is on schach passle. Now, what's the question? We said, according to Rashi, that schach passle, not only is it mitztarif, but you're even yeshenim tachtav. You're allowed to sleep underneath it. The teretz is that the kasha, according to Rashi, is mi'ikamiri. Do you have something that in the context of the schach, it's kosher and you could sleep underneath it? But it itself, meaning when it's by itself, if you would only have schach passle, then it would be passle. So how can you have something that, objectively speaking, it's considered no good, and if you would make your whole roof out of it, then it would be no good? Masha'en came when it's it's mitzarif when it's part of a roof full of schach kosher, then it's mitzarif. How could you have such a thing? And on that, the Gemara proves from Titanirik that you see that if you would make a whole mikvah out of Titanirik, then you wouldn't be able to be toivel in it. Yet, when it's together with other water that is kosher, then it's mitzarif. The Mishnah says, Ha'oseh sukasai kemin srif. So if you have a sukkah with a slanted roof, and that's all it has. There are no walls. It just has a slanted schach, and that serves as being both the wall and the roof because it's like a tent. Or you resemich it diagonally against the kaisel, so it's like a half a tent. Then Rebbe Lezer holds it's puzzle because it doesn't have a gag. The Gemara says that Rebbe Lezer is moid. The Gemara brings a brisa. Tana moid Rebbe Lezer shem higbia min akarka tefach or shefliga min akaisel tefach shehikshera. According to, to Rashi, what this means is that if you slightly raise the bottom of your tzrif, then it's clear that the tzrif is a gag, because the existence of one tefach that is going straight up creates that the, the, that the slanted part is, looks like a roof. Now, the case of Hirchika, Rashi explains that what it means is that, in the, that where I slanted it against the wall, if I distanced it from the wall, one tefach, then it's kosher. From Rashi you see that you don't need to put schach there, even though your gag is the avir that is in between the, the schach that you slanted against the wall and the wall. So theoretically, you would think that you have to at least put schach there because that's your gag. Says Rashi, no, it's enough because Lovud is telling us that that is my gag. That's a Lashon Rashi. If you were marchik, the top that's next to the koisel, from the koisel, one tefach, voisa smucha al yisaitois amrinon lovud. We say lovud mi mena ule koisel The point being that we pretend that the lovud goes horizontally, as opposed to the lovud going diagonally, the way that the schach was going until there. And since the lovud goes horizontally, so you have a gag. 
So it comes out that Shittas Rashi is that to fulfill the requirement of Rebbe Lezer, who says, the way that you can create a gag is also through Lovet. It's okay as long as you have what's called a gag, and the Lovet is capable of providing you with that gag. Now, Toysfis and Deramaschel She'im learns differently. Toysfis says, You have to make a schach that's rochav tefach, even though they admit that mitoich loshen akuntres mashma, the oisit tefach has to be just removed. And if it's made out of avir, it's also good. Because it's considered sosum mitam lovud. Toysvis even brings a Yerushalmi that's mashma like Rashi. And Duran also brings down Rashi and argues, and he says that from Toysvis you see that you have to fill it up. Avir is not considered a gag. You, even though Lovud makes the Avir as if it's closed up, but you cannot create a gag. If the problem is Neshe'en Lagag, you cannot fulfill that requirement al Yudei Lovud. Now what did Toysus find in Yerushalmi that's mashma like Rashi? Because it says in Yerushalmi, Moider Rebelezer L'Chachamim Shem Hoysa Al Arba Avonim If this tent was placed on four stones, Oy Shem Hoysa Gavoyim In Ha'aretz and actually, the girsa of the gra is vehoisa gavoyim in aretz beseach tefach kshera. Now, what's interesting is that Yerushalmi is not talking about the case of hirchik min hakoisel tefach. Rather, the case of Higbiyah Menakarka Tefach. There are two things that Rebbe is moited to. One is, if you are marchik, if you remove it from the Kaisal, one Tefach, then it has a gag. According to Rasha, they love it, and according to Toysvis, when you fill it up with Schach. And the other case is that you picked up, you raised the bottom a Tefach. That also gives it the Tzura of a gag. Now, the Rishalmi is only talking about that case, that when you raised it, it doesn't have to be anything more than a Lovud, that creates your one tefach vertical wall. And L'chayru, there is a big makam to be mechalik between these two cases. Because, as we said, you cannot create an oyel al yidei lovud. That makes sense with the roof. A roof that is created solely through lovud is not considered an oyel. Masha'enkein, if the lovud is only creating the part, which is a wall, so why wouldn't that help? You could create a mechitza through lovud. The problem with... Lovud being eligible for an oil would seem to be a problem more with regards to the top, with regards to the gag. And the truth is that this havchana, this difference between the bottom being Ayyde Lovud and the top being Ayyde Lovud, you see in the Rambam. Because the Rambam's Lashen in Perik Dalit Halachazayin is as follows. Sukkah she'en lo gag p'sula. So he paskins like Rabbi Lezer. Ketzad, ki goin shahayu, roshi adafana is devuka izu bezuka min tzrif. Those are the two cases that Rebbe Lezer gives. Says the Rambam, if it had a gag of a tefach, so here the Rambam, when he's explaining the top, what do you have to do? He explains it like Toysfis. You have to create a gag of a tefach on the top. But when he discusses the bottom, he allows you to just raise it one tefach. And that would seem to be because of the far that we said. You cannot create a gag using lovud, but to use lovud to create the vertical wall, such that now my tzrif does have a din oyel, that shouldn't be a problem. So Toysfis needs explanation, because why couldn't Toysfis think of this chilek? So it would seem that Toysfis goes l'shitosom, because back on Tezayinum at Beis, in Deber Maskel Pirsu, it was Mavur in Toysfis, and this is Shitsa Toysfis in Shabbos as well, that there is a concept of Oyel Min Hatzad, unlike Rashi over there, who learns that the din of Asiyas Oyel is only on the top, 
Toysfis learns that part of the Shem oil is created by the Mechitza on the side. So if there's a problem to create the top of your oil, Toysfis understands that to create the height of a Tefach, there would be a problem you have to have a real oil and just as much as the part, top part is considered a Chelek my oil, so too the wall is called a Chelek my oil. Now the Mogan Avram in Simon Tofresh Lamed Aleph, Sivkot and Tetz, takes Rashi's Yisoyed a step further. And he says, even if you weren't Marchik, the Schach, from the Kaisel at all, yet the angle at which you placed it next to the Kaisel is as such that you have a Reich of Tefach if you were to draw a line from any point along your slanted wall that's less than three Tfachim from the top. Because then you still have a Gag of a Tefach. Because there's no difference between being marchik, the top of my slant, from the koisel, one tefach, and that way you have a gag of a tefach, or placing it all the way against the wall, but still having lovud a little bit underneath that. And he brings a raya from Hilchas Shabbos and Sim Shintes Vav Sifir Aleph. That over there you see that in Hilchas Oil, when we want to have a gag tefach, so we say that a kilos chasanim, which is a type of bed, it's a canopy. If it has begaga tefach or bepachas mishloisha samach legaga, there's a reich of tefach. In both of those cases, we consider it as if before Shabbos it already had a gag of a tefach. And the din is that once something has a gag of a tefach, you're allowed to continue spreading the oil around it because it's considered like the oil has already been made from before Shabbos. So he said the same thing would hold true over here, that you don't need dafka, a gag a tefach made out of lovud. It would be enough that within shloisha, from the top, you also have lovud, meaning that it's a tefach removed from the wall at some point within those top three tefachim. The Mishnah says, Machzeles konim gedoyla asol shchiva mekabelas tuma ve'emesach gimbo. If you have a large machzeles, a large mat, then if you made it specifically for the purpose of lying down on, then it's obviously a kli, and since it's a kli, it's mekabelas tuma ve'emesach gimbo. L'sichuch, if your intention was l'sichuch to use it for schach, mesach gimbo ve'enem mekabelas tuma. Rebbe Lezer comes along and says, Achaz ketana v'achaz gedoyla, it makes no difference what size it is. Asor l'shchiva, if your intention was l'shchiva m'kabel l'stumah ve'ein m'sachim bo, l'sichach m'sachim bo ve'ein m'kabel l'stumah. As the Gemara explains, l'maskona adav chof, Everybody in the Mishnah agrees that when you make a machzelis ketana, the stomach de milsa is l'shchiva. That's the derech. It's the derech to make a smaller one l'shchiva. The Tanakama and Rebbe Lezer argue, what about a large one? According to the Tanakama, the stomach de milsa is that when you make a large one, it's l'shchivah. And therefore, the person has to specify dafka l'shchiva in order for it to be mekabelis tumah. And Rebbe Lezer holds that even a stam gedoyla is l'shchiva. And when we say asol l'shchiva, we mean stam asiyasa is l'shchiva. So according to the Tanakhama, a large one is only puzzle for schach. If you had intentions, you made it dafka l'shchiva. And according to Belezer, it's puzzle even if you didn't have any specific intention. The only way that it could be kosher, according to Belezer, is if you made it bedafka l'shichuch. Rashi over here in Dibar Maschor Belezer Oimer, he says, Begemar Mefarish Maika Amri, the Gemara is going to explain what exactly the Machloikis is. And Rashi explains why there's a problem. He says, If the person was Mefarish Behedya, he explicitly said, I want to do it, Lishchiva, or Lishchiv, Vade ein Chilik Beim Gedolikhtana. There cannot be a difference. Because the person specified. That means even something which is stama l'sichach, if the person said, I want it to, to be l'shchiva, then it's mekabal tumah. 
And so too, if it's stomach the milsa is l'shchiva, if everybody does this thing l'shchiva, and the person was mefarish, I want it l'sichuch, then it's not makabel tomi, you can be mesachich with it. However, the Rosh says that if you have something that's stama l'shchiva, roiv people to make it l'shchiva, l'mashal a katana, everybody usually makes it l'shchiva. Even if the person was pirish lehedya l'sichuch, you still should not be mesachich with it. Because he says, Who knows that he told the woman to do it? People see a machseles ketana, which the derech is to make it l'shchiva. So it looks like the person took a mat, which is made for sleeping, and put it on top of his sukkah. It means that the rush holds that there's a gzeira mishum marasayin. However, the Rabbeinu Yeshaya brought down by the Rosh argues in this, and he holds that it would help the Mimafarish, even Kenegad the Minuk. The base mayor in Simon Tafresh Chavtes says that the Mashmos of the Ran and the Rambam is that they argue on this Gzeira of the Rosh, and that's why the Mechaber does not bring down the Din of the Rosh. The Ramah actually does mention it over there in Sif Vav, but he understands that the Mechaber is not willing to accept this Gzeira. And like we said, the Lashon of Rashi is very much mashver that he doesn't agree to this Gzeirah, because Rashi would have said that if he was Mefarish Lehedya, it depends what the Minig is. Now, how does the Rosh, who holds of this Gzeirah, how does he explain the Lashon of the Mishnah? The Mishnah just says, The Mishnah doesn't tell us anything about the Minig. So the Ramah and the Bach understand that the Rosh would learn that the Mishnah, when it says, Asar L'shchiva, it means that in that place, people make it L'shchiva, and that's their intention. So that's goof what the Mishnah means. Mashiach in the Taz, in Sivkot and Zion, he says that the Mishnah has to be talking about a place where there is no clear-cut minhag. Because in such a place, the Rosh is moida that it's dependent on the person's das. The Mishnaburah actually points out over there in Sivkot and Yud Zayin that the sheet of the rush really does sometimes result in a kula. Because let's say a person makes a machzelah stama, or we don't know if he did it l'sichach or l'shchiva, and roiv of the people make it l'sichach, so then we're toilet that he also made a l'sichach because we go after the minug. Masha'en Kane, if you hold that you don't go after the minug, then we wouldn't have the right to be toilet that this person did it l'shem sichach. Toysvis in Dibar Maschel Lesikuch Mesachichim Bo Ve'ena Mekabelas Tuma says the following. Toysvis says the Kol HaYoytzeh Min HaEitz Ena Metamei Tuma Seholim Elo Pishton. Nothing that comes out from a tree is Metamei Tuma Seholim except for Pishton the Afinumi Mishkan Perk Bamemad Likin. What is Toysvis coming to address? Toysvis seemingly is bothered by the question that even though the Machzelis is not Mekabal Toma Mitoris Kli because you're not using it L'shchiva, it's only L'sichuch, but it should be Mekabal Tumas Oil. It should, be, should have Kabbalah's Tuma Midin Oil. And Toysvis says, no, Tumas Eholim also doesn't apply to anything that comes out of the ground except for Pishtan. The Svasemis asks that Toysvis should have asked on all Sukkis. Every single Sukkah should have Tumas Oil. And Toysus could give the terrace that they gave over here that you don't have Tumas oil by anything that comes out of the ground except for Pishtun. So why is Toysus asking the question over here? And I believe that the answer may be that it's only over here that we're talking about a machzelas. Since you wove together the schach into a machzelas, it has a Shem oil. Masha'enken, if you just put wood on top of your sukkah and you're not machaber the wood to each other, then there's no havam in it that it would have Tumas Eholim. Because Tysus understands that in order to have Tumasei Holim, the wall, the ceiling has to be connected to each other. Then the top, the thing that you spread on top, has a Shem Oil. 
That's why Tosis has to ask the Kasha Dafka over here. Tosis gives the Teretz that Tumasi Homes doesn't apply to anything that's Yitzman 8 except for Pishta. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.